welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host Louisa Barton and in the studio with me I have my co-host the very beautiful Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian, massage therapist for horses and people. Good to have you with me. Yeah, horses, horses people. It's beautiful. Egos. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> you do. Well we've got a great show lineup for you today. Um, we'll have Dr. Kayot on in the second segment and he's going to be talking about non-sweaters. I don't know about non-sweaters because all I do at this time of year is sweat. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes me feel less guilty about like you know the extra snacks. But I'm like, I'll just sweat it off outside. It's fine. <laughs> sweat it off later. Yeah. Oh, I walked around downtown around the plaques and bricks with Tamara today for like five minutes, noonish. And can I tell you that my back was soaked? Like <laughs> it's terrible, terrible problem to have. But um, yeah, so non-sweaters. Um, I feel I feel for you, but I've never experienced not sweating. <laughs> it just runs down me in Florida. My very first, actually, first summer I ever was in Florida, I, I thought I was literally going to die. So <laughs> I'm doing quite well now, uh, comparatively. I want to say um, that there is an amazing event coming up um, October 22nd and supported by the Florida Horse Park, who we love, uh, Highway 475, um, just south of Ocala. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have top equestrians teaching the sports of barrel racing, show jumping, eventing, reining, racing, and polo match. I know that says steeplechase, but we've actually changed that. That's horse racing now. And um, I'll send them the new poster. But anyway, we've changed that to horse racing. And it's going to be a lot of fun because you're going to learn from the top equestrian, who's also going to be your judge. Um, and then we're going to all have competitions on the stick horses so you actually can try the sport from the safety of a stick horse and then we'll have prizes and um, ribbons and everything it's gonna be great fun and it's free admission for all ages general admission no charge there is an all breed horse parade and exhibit and a pony corral that you can meet the horses in and there's gonna be some food trucks and a great vendor village it's gonna be a lot of fun it's one of our CEP signature events to help people learn about the different breeds and disciplines and sports and so it's less intimidating when you go to a horse show you actually understand what's going on and you can't get bucked off and you well no you can't get bucked off you can trip but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can call it a buck um but yeah you can't get bucked off so you can actually learn all about the sport and compete in it as well so um i think it should be uh should be great fun and um this is actually uh at the at the Florida Horse Park and myself and some team members from the CEP actually went out and uh, and did a little mini demo of a polo match. I think I was actually, I think I had a lot of penalties because you're only supposed to go a certain direction. You can't like cut people off and there's a whole like bunch of rules. Um, and I'm sure like we, that. I'm sure we broke like all of them. <laughs> um, but it was super fun and Lauren Proctor Brown, DVM and um, David there we're absolutely wonderful at uh, helping us have our little lesson on hobby horses. So we're looking for a couple of teams to play against one another for that. And uh, Louisa at .com for more information. We'd love to see you for sure. Um, we have a birthday, don't we? Do we have a birthday? Um, yes, I think we have a birthday. Oh, 
Oh, there it is. Ben Heatherly. Ben's 21 again, I think, today. Um, so happy birthday to Ben Heatherly from the Horse Talk Show team. We hope you're having a wonderfully blessed birthday and uh, it's definitely worth celebrating, celebrating you. And I know your amazing wife is uh, helping you along with that celebration today. So happy birthday from us, Ben. We love you. Fly <laughs> flavor. And we were to do a mention for, I think it's the last of the eight horses that we've been trying to get fostered Aww. there. Um, so we're going to have to go back to the beginning if we've got some left. But Stop um, is age 19 years old and a gelding and a quarter horse. And what a cutie pie. What a cute name. Oh, you know, what a cute face. Right? I hope he's not a jumper. That's the name. <laughs> Stop, I know. <laughs> That wouldn't be a good name for a jumper, would it? A rainer, Although, maybe? When I was a little, oh, a rainer, it would be fine. Anyway, this is Heart of Florida Youth Ranch, um, and they have an equestrian program, and the kids actually live on uh, on site at the facility in Citra, and they actually get to um, play with the horses, learn with the horses, feed the horses, farm maintenance, um, uh, all of that, um, and they learn the equine industry and how important it is. And actually, when they graduate from high school, they could go out and get a job on the farm because Brenda is brilliant at teaching them all the horsemanship skills. But not only that, they also um, get a lot of emotional support from these horses. Um, many of the children have noted that their times with the horses has actually helped them. Um, in them, you know, that whatever their mental state might be at that particular time, the horses help to support them feeling better. So um, you can reach out to Brenda at 352-425-0709 if you can foster this horse. It's $95 a month, so not very much at all. And that, um, that actually helps to support the horse and also gets you progress and update reports and some visits to the farm to see the horse that you're sponsoring. So 352-425-0709. Brenda, if you would like to sponsor this gorgeous gelding stopper who's 19 years old and he's a quarter horse and it says he's amiable, loving and caring. Yeah, it's so, such a lovely program out there. It's amazing, honestly. I think um, what, what they're doing, combining not just the, the joy of being around horses and learning to ride, but... The work that goes into owning a farm, I mean, we know what it's like when you get up in the morning and it's got to be done, right? Yeah. So, And that's the case for these kids who are on site with these horses are actually learning how to run a farm, look after the animals on the farm, and all the massive responsibilities. Right, um, and just the it. costs of caring for the children as well, especially like with uh, gardening now and everybody's gardens taking off. If you have any extras, maybe reach out and take some food out there because yes. I know that they look for donations. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a great program, the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch. And Brenda, Brenda loves what she does, and she really literally puts her heart and soul uh, into it. So um, so I think, you know, if you can, if you can do it, if you can help, uh, most of the children that are in this program are actually from either trafficking situations, um, drug homes, sexual, physical abuse. There's a number of different scenarios that these children are in foster care for, and none of them obviously are good um, situations. So these children have a lot of damage, and um, part of their, their getting well process, part of their treatment and their time there is obviously spent outside, which is a great place for kids to be anyway but outside with the horses um, and, and just being outdoors and learning a skill and potentially good for the equine industry, learning a profession as well. So um, it's, a, it's a big deal and, um, and we really want to help support what they're doing and see how we can help to keep this equine program moving forward for them. So we really hope you'll, um, you'll reach out and uh, we're very excited um, to have Chris Killam in the house and um, we're going to have him uh, on the show a little bit later on for a couple of segments and he is from Dresden Manor Farm here in Ocala. He moved up from the Naples area and we're certainly glad he chose Ocala and has got a great uh, program going at his farm as well uh, as being a top equestrian himself. He rides against some of the best and top Grand Prix 
jumpers in the country, in my opinion, and we regularly see his name show up. So, And then Dr. Natalie Solomon is joining us from Equigreen, and we're going to talk a little bit of uh, canine healing that we want to share with you. And then we're going to wrap it up in the closing segment with Maria and I. So stay with us on Horse Talk Show, Dr. Chaos, coming up next for you non-sweaters. show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show in Equus Television here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. And I forgot what we're talking about. Just kidding. <laughs>
There's a funny joke there too. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Adam Kayot about uh, the heaves and non-sweater issues, which quite often come together, uh, one from the other, right? Um, and of course, in the summertime, we definitely see a lot more of that. Um, tell us a little bit about non-sweaters and heavers. Okay, well, let's start with anhydrosis or non-sweaters. Um, <laughs> we don't know why that. I don't have that problem. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> um, we don't know why that happens um, to horses. It, uh, we do see it a lot down here. Well, a lot. You know, it's not uncommon to see it down here, especially um, during the warm times of the year. For whatever reason, that's. I think that's rather interesting because a lot of times, these horses that become non-sweaters. Um, if they go back up to a northern climate, they start sweating again. Whether that has anything to do with it or just coincidence, I don't know. But certainly, it can happen at any age. Um, certainly, horses that are older um, might be cushionoid, tend to be more prone to that sort of thing. But it can happen in any horse, and and it, it's kind of interesting to um, to see that a lot of times horses that were prolific sweaters or sweat a lot end up being the ones that automatic you know that it gets turned off all of a sudden so um <clears throat> you don't know when it's going to happen you don't know where it's going to happen but um it certainly can happen and, and i and, and like i said it's it's not uncommon for it to occur in the ones that tend to be like i said prolific sweaters so just so because, it can be one extreme to oh, the absolutely. other and and there's there's no good treatment or you know there's no good product out there to make them become you know start sweating again i've had the best luck with actually giving them beer mm. and people always <laughs> laugh at that um but horses love it horses barley love hops barley you know hops. why not exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter and it doesn't have to be expensive either so um i will have i will have owners do that there's other other products out there like one ac and um a side effect of ventipulmon uh, is sweating um, so those are those are possible treatments. Um, sometimes horses will start sweating again and never have a reoccurrence. Sometimes uh, it'll go both ways, and sometimes they never start really sweating again. And and those obviously you have to be careful of, especially down here. Um, you need to be aware of how hot it is when you're riding them, and, and just be aware of your horse as you're riding them. If their neck is not sweaty, and it usually is, then you need to be that needs to pop into your mind like oh my gosh um maybe 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 she's become a non-sweater um <clears throat> very important if you see that and the horse has been working to try to get them cooled off cold water between their hind legs the pole area any any of those areas will will help cool them down quickly because they can um they can have heat stroke and 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 that cannot be um a, a good outcome so be aware of that be aware of your horse uh even if you notice well he the only spot he really sweat was underneath the saddle pad or underneath his mane um those are all indications of anhydrosis and and um it should be you know noticed and and and, and try to dealt with now when does non-sweating turn into the heaves and are is that a off is heaves often a result of non-sweating they're really not connected um so heaves is basically just um copd chronic obstructive pulmonary disease um <clears throat> one doesn't necessarily cause the other um it, it obviously uh, non-sweater things can be exacerbated if the horse has heaves because they're already having a hard enough time breathing that that's a way that they dissipate heat okay a lot of times horses that that um are, are non-sweaters will will um hyper respiratory you know have have hyper respirations or, or increased like respiratory, panting like a panting yeah and then that's the that's the body's natural response to trying to dissipate heat so you may notice that more, especially in a horse that has heaves, but heaves is basically asthma in the horse. And, and um, it, it's called heaves because they actually, you see them actually physically heave or they're, they're having to actively push the air out of their lungs because over time, um, scarring and, and chronic change has happened in the lungs to cause a, a, a decreased airflow in the lungs. And, um, 
you can have i mean there are many asthmatics out there that that know how this feels it feels like you're breathing through a straw and and you, you know you you try to you try to deal with it with medications controlling your environment and and all these things that that will help with that um so certainly if you have a horse that's TV and they become anhydrotic that's a big problem because they have worse you know a a, a a greater inability to to physically dissipate heat so if you have that together you need to be extra cautious but one doesn't necessarily cause the other we did have a horse that had both and it was oh yeah yeah, was yeah, quite, yeah and yeah. he was older so it was a challenge yeah it can be definitely a challenge um <clears throat> but you know heaves is heaves is a is a problem and then certainly i see it a lot down here it tends to rear its ugly head in the summer when we have much more um irritants in the air more pollen more molds more fungus more you know stuff and dust in the air down here that over time has has chronically changed this horse's lung field and, and breathing field and then at, at some point you'll notice that he's breathing a lot harder than he usually does and what is the best treatment for that and do you prefer to see a horse out in a field that has that problem and out of kind of the dust and the hay and the bedding and all of that sort of yeah. thing yeah um <laughs> it yeah typically down here they actually do do better outside um <clears throat> because uh you get more dust and stuff inside um it just depends though typically you know uh um, because if a horse is out and gets hotter then right. might be more of a problem yeah, exactly. than with the fan exactly. but the fan could be blowing yeah. dust and pollen yeah, exactly <laughs> so it, it's hard it's hard down here um it's hard to control the environment of the horse period you can't necessarily take them in your house though some people do um in the air conditioning and that sort of thing but um, the way I try to control it is with steroid and bronchodilators, steroid to decrease the inflammation that's there. Bronchodilators, they actually relax the muscles around the bron bronchial tree so that the bronchi uh, bronchi are able to expand and you're able to get more, um, more air in and that can be a relief, obviously. So that's the way I try to, to treat it. And it's a, you know, it's a long going thing as long as that horse is alive you'll have to deal with this typically unless unless you get them out of the environment that's causing it <coughs> excuse me um so a lot of times these horses will do better in northern climates <clears throat> just because whatever here is is irritating them is more prevalent in the uh you know in the air so um i try to if possible i'll i'll say hey send them north if you can um otherwise most of the time in the summer you end up starting to treat them a lot of times during the winter cold cold times of the year they don't have to be treated and we'll stop and and that and that's nice but uh, it can be a real problem do any get so far gone that they need breathing treatments and things like that certainly yeah there there are aerosol treatments out there the aero mask and that sort of thing where they actually take inhalers and and put those in there <clears throat> those uh those work they're they're um they work okay i think um they're expensive because it's a it ends up being a human product that are meant to give to humans on one puff and you got to give a bunch of puffs so you you go you go through the you know you go through the medication really uh, re rather rapidly um but uh, you know that is out there wonderful dr adam chaot here at peterson smith equine hospital and complete care louisa barton for the horse talk show and equus television Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care, and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
If you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. Broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. <laughs> Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host and executive producer, Louisa Barton, and in the studio with me, my co-host, Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian, massage therapist of horses and people. If I seem a little sleepier than in the first segment, it's because she just did a little mini massage on my shoulders, which has helped my head remarkably. It's been a tough afternoon, by the way. <laughs> also thrilled in the studio to have with us a top equestrian, Chris Killam from Dresden Manor Farm. Chris, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you. It's really nice. This is actually the second time I had the honour and pleasure of meeting you. I got to meet you at the Equine Performance Centre yep. where um, we were talking about rehab um, for horses and, and a particular case that you had uh, dealt with that had, had really been remarkable. So that was great. And then the second opportunity to chat to you there more about you. So Excellent. We well, kind of want to hear the backstory. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up in the Midwest, so I was born kind of outside of Chicago, and my parents were both teachers, and horses are all I've ever wanted to do. I don't know. When I was a really small kid, I wanted to be a cowboy, and then figured out there's not a whole lot of use for cowboys anymore, and then I think I saw show jumping on TV and was instantly hooked. So, really? I don't know. I would like to say I'm lucky enough I've never really had a real job. I have cleaned millions and millions of stalls, <laughs> but um, I've only really done horses. I do have an equestrian science degree um, really? from William Woods University. Yep, it was the first four-year school to have um, an equestrian science degree, like out of a four-year bachelor's of science or something like that. But I went there, got a degree, and, um, you know, kind of been working my way to having my own my own business ever since. That's pretty, so. pretty exceptional. So how old were you when you were watching the show jumping? Do you remember? Oh, probably like four or five, six. I mm -hmm. mean, my brother said at my wedding during his little speech, he goes, not many people pick their occupation when they're three, but my brother did. So I don't <laughs> know. Like my first, yeah, my, my first memory is horse memories. Like really my young. grandfather had a farm and a cow horse and I would jump on it and ride around and, you know, in the winter we'd play cowboys and Indians, say bang and fall off in the snow. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Just kids being playing with horses. Good stuff. You know? yeah. yeah, great, fun. So you knew early that you, you so your family now, were you parents both riders as no, well? Not no, not at all. No, I, I like, they I, I don't, yeah, they, my ride. mom taught third grade and my dad taught computers, you know, so really? I, I don't know. I have no idea where the horse situation came from, but it's all I've ever wanted it's to do. It's got to be back there so. in the pioneer. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, in the blood somewhere, but yeah. it didn't come from my parents, I can tell you that. Anybody else in your family? Nope. Right. Nope, you? it was just always, it was kind of my thing and all I ever wanted to do. 
And in the hunter-jumper industry, I was one of very few, you know, males that was there. So it wasn't like I went with my friends to baseball practice. Like, I went out and got teased by all the girls trying to ride horses, like, in high school and junior high. But so it was still worth it. Still all I wanted to do. So. That's amazing. How so, did your horse career evolve from the stall cleaning? I mean, so I was, I was lucky enough. When I went to college, uh, like, I had been to a couple horse shows when I was in high school. I rode with Jan at Hunter Mark Farm in Coal Valley, Illinois, I grew up. But, you know, I mean, my parents were teachers, so I didn't do a whole lot of horse showing. Um, so I went to a couple of A shows and then went to school because the program that I went to, we went to A shows, which I thought was important to get out in the industry and be face to face with, you know, people you're hopefully going to work alongside in the future. And I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to ride for a guy named Kenny Bergdorfer that um, owned his own horse shows in Columbia, Missouri. And literally, like I tell people, I was lucky. But I mean, like the rule of 10,000, I totally believe in. And he had a bunch of sale horses. And I, I mean, we just showed and showed and showed. And then I went, you know, mainly local shows. But I mean, I went all over the country with him. I went to indoors um, riding his horses just in like in the meter tens. But I also won my first Grand Prix on one of his horses which kind of led me to my next job, which was working for Blair and Karen Cudmore of Heartland Farms in Omaha, Nebraska. They were out in California for years, but they had a huge breeding operation. So once again, I mean, we were breaking horses and, you know, playing with two-year-olds. I got, like, Buck Brandman taught me how to break horses. Um, yeah, that's cool. Great guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, amazing horse, like, amazing, amazing horse person. Yeah. So, I mean, and just, you know, but just, the, like, I keep telling the girls that ride with me now, I'm like, you need to go figure out how to break a three-year-old. Like, how do you get a, a horse that's in, like, we would get on them in a round pin the first day, and then eventually we'd just kind of turn us all loose in an indoor, and it's and we'd play tag, which would make <laughs> you forget that you were afraid you were going to die. <laughs> but it was like, but like, how do you get an unbroke horse, like, from this end of the arena to the other end of the arena to tag your friend? You know, and they know nothing, but it's learning all the skills besides using a bit and spurs, you know, that, you know, how to train a horse and ride a horse and figure out what they're trying to think. It's like... Just Sounds learning cool. stuff that way. Yeah. Yeah, I love it turning is. it into a game, though. It because definitely it, makes it, it so helps you mentally. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> then you, you kind of forget that like, you're riding a horse for the first time ever, and it, it makes you a little braver. And I think the you know the horse everybody's having more fun. You know? Well, in the last segment, I'm going to mention the Mongol Derby, but it just made me think <laughs> about the Mongol Derby because I think, what do those people think when they get on a basically unbroken yeah. Mongolian pony and take off across the steppe, and maybe it's never been ridden before, so. I don't it's know if I want to do that anymore. But, um, but no, it's, I mean, like, but there's a like, there's a knack to it, and it's it's fun. I still, I mean, like, I sat on one for the first time, uh, you know, a couple months ago. I don't do it that much anymore, but it's still like it's fun. It gets you know, it's brush you up on your skills and and all that sort of stuff. It really does. That's that's really it's uh, it's cool. That's great. What a, what yeah. an great way to get into horses. And nobody in your, like usually there's somebody in your family that no. you know, but no. you just did it. No, I didn't. Were I you didn't, in yeah. a horsey area in the nope. area of Illinois? No. No, there was one or two barns. Had a clinic at a, at a handicap facility. And I'll be quick, but there was this little horse, and it was running around, jumping three foot jumps, and you know, and doing all the stuff in the clinic. And then they told me the owner wants to ride it. And this, I'm like, the owner? And she came out, and the, the poor, I mean, she loved her horse, but, like, she did not have arms. Her hands came right out of her shoulders. Oh, really? And I'm like, we're going to put her on this horse? Like, it just got done <laughs> running around, jumping all these things. And they walked it up to the thing. She got on, and it just literally, it just did this. Like, and watch, and it's just, you know, it makes you want to cry a little I, bit. I yeah. think you're just, almost you're like, got me, yeah. Are, they're amazing, amazing creatures. It's so fun. What I mean, and that's, I think, what's fun about my sport is it's not a motorcycle. It's not a car. You know, you have yeah. to get a living, breathing creature to think like you think and want to win as much as you want to win or, you know, whatever. Isn't so, that relationship remarkable, though, between it is, it is fun. Horse? Yeah. We see it so much between the 501c3s that we do so much to promote yeah. and help the therapeutic riding and the foster care places and even in our literacy programs that we do here with the ther mm -hmm. miniature therapy horses we see so much the interaction between human and oh, horses for sure. so remarkable and like the body language is i mean horses are so i mean dogs too but like horses they pick up on it so easily it's it's amazing it is it's really incredible that uh, the things i've seen in my life honestly will make you shed a yeah. tear but i feel like horses just have a real understanding of how you're feeling and i mean we see that oh, with people sure. when if you put a nervous rider on a horse that wasn't nervous the horse gets nervous right, right? And, the, and the person doesn't have to do or say and you get when you have that scenario and you get to see 
kids interact with horses, mm. you can see how amazing it is. And getting a thousand or twelve hundred pound animal out there in a ring over some <laughs> massive right. jumps, it, yes. it's remarkable. I think they have to. You know, yeah. the jumps are too big. Right. I mean, yeah. at, this, at this World Equestrian Center, the footing is good. The atmosphere is so amazing. Those horses, they're flying. They're I flying. mean, and they know they can. It's fun. It's good sports. Fun to watch. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farm, broadcast sponsor Idaho's finest alfalfa, Louisa Barton, here in the studio, with my co-host Mariella Cass from Midnight Rose Equestrian, massage therapist for and people. I don't think I'll ever get used to that. <laughs> you you in the title. <laughs> you in the titles. It's your title. That's right. You should enjoy it. Yeah. And we also have the pleasure of having a top Grand Prix jumper in the studio with us, Chris Killam from Dresden Manor Farm. I love the name of the farm. It sounds so British. Dresden Manor. There you go. I love it. Well, my last name is Killam. So I didn't think, <laughs> that right? I didn't think Killam Stables had a great it so we had to come up with something so. yeah i have to agree with you there yeah. i think you did well with dresden yes. man it sounds posh and, and british so you know i like it perfect so we're going to show a few videos so if you're watching on facebook or on equus television you're going to get to see these if you're on the radio tuning in or a podcast you can go to facebook and um and watch these at the horse talk show but we're going to be talking to chris a little bit about what um is up on the screen sure. enjoy and and chris kind of tell us what's going on here um, this is like probably my top gangster, or my top uh, Grand Prix horse gangster. Like, He's your I've, top gangster. He is my top <laughs> gangster. He looks like I a gangster. Have, um, he he does. Has, I've had him since he was a five-year-old. Um, he's owned by top horses and Helen Jones. Um, Helen does a lot of importing horses. Um, she has a huge business. She does like almost over 100 imports a year. This is the Saturday night class in Itwek this winter. Um, he was double clean. I mean, that's one of his biggest, like, you know, best showing Showings that he had. How I mean, old but did you say how old he is? He is 12 this year. Oh, I've had him since he's nice. five. Lovely. And he's just, I mean, he's all power. And, like, you know, when you look at him, he looks like a gangster, but he's actually, like, the sweetest, most, oh. you know, sensitive little guy, like, you know, in the world. Like, he, he tries so hard. He's all, he's so good for me. He's got such an active hind leg. Yes. His hind, I mean, he's so much power. And he just, like, he can fly, you know. And it's just been kind of... You know, he's won a lot of classes. He won, you know, his first Grand Prix when he was eight. Um, and he's just a really, really good horse. I mean, he always tries. Um, but he's like, it's figuring him out because he is sensitive um, for as big as he is and as hard as he jumps and all that stuff. He's got big feet and big bones, but he is a very sensitive. And this is Kaskaya. Kaskaya L. Cassie, a.k.a. Cassie. What a different mount she is compared to the last one. Very dainty, very sensitive. Well, I guess they're both sensitive. But look at her tail. I wonder if he gets hit with that. <laughs> uh, her tail's quite, uh, quite, quite something, isn't it? Comes up all the way over her back and like almost over his head. At yes, times. I bet my mare wish she could hit me in the face with her my tail. <laughs> Only on the bad days. Only right. on the bad days. Yeah, she's lovely. Uh, looks Westphalian. Oh, yeah. She actually reminds me a lot of um, a horse we actually had in the downtown parade one year, a, a grey that was Westphalian and, and just gorgeous, lovely, lovely temperament, everything. They're, they're amazing. But I, I just, I love her action. She's great. I know. She's, she's such a dainty, careful jumper. She looks like, it's like she just, she'd be a lot of fun. You right. Know? Uh, stand out. And there goes that tail again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at it. Wow. That was almost a whip to the back of the head. Right. I feel like that almost would be a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> but Chris just takes it right in his stride. Yeah. And um, it, it's great. It's incredible. Look at that. I love to see uh, a, a feisty little mare like her going. Look at her. She, she looks like her. she could go all day. Yeah, she does. She's, uh, she's a nice one, Chris. <laughs> she's She looks like... You're having a lot of fun, Chris. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just having too much fun. You're having a blast, aren't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's something else. Yeah, that's like a lot of fun. I bet you love. I love. Uh, I'm sure you love competing at work. Yeah, and then this is Black Diamond. This horse is retired. This is like one of the my first big wins. This is a big class in Kentucky at the Horse Park. Like Aaron Vale was in the class. I remember on the, the chestnut stallion he had, mm -hmm. and he just this horse got me jumping big classes. You, you know, like I did. I won. You know, I'd won a few Grand Prix, but until I got this horse, um, he kind of put my name on the map in a, in a bigger sense. So it was it was fun looking. You know, 
going through some videos trying to find for this interview to He's such a tight turner he is I, he i always called him he was like my 18 hand thoroughbred i mean he was french bred so he was you know a lot of thoroughbred blood but i just i he went in a rubber snaffle for me um and, but he just same thing he tried for me like you know horses don't have to and i like he he when we first moved to florida he he kept us you know with food for a while because <laughs> i gave up a big chunk of my business when we moved and this horse paid a lot of bills. So he yeah. was a, a good, good boy. How long he, ago did you move up here? We've been in Florida for eight years. We moved to Naples eight, nine years ago, and then we moved to Ocala full time in December. Oh, well, makes sense. Yeah, that's no, we like we love it. We, my wife got this is that's um, golden opportunity. Helen Jones owns that horse as well. It's another top horse. Beautiful. Um, same thing. I've had head. him since he was five. We were doing him in the jumpers, but I mean, like, look at him jump. He's Snap like, he is one of the best hunters I've ever had. So I'm like, and Helen is Swedish, so she didn't really understand the hunters. But my Helen, she's like, okay. And then he's, like, he'll go to Derby finals in Kentucky here in a couple of weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah, he's like, he's really special. He's fun. That's wow. a picture of Cassie flying over, you know, over jumps in a single bound. Gosh, she's lovely. <laughs> she is she's fun. And she always has that look on her face. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever get hit by her tail? It does, like, on the, on the muddy days, you are covered from head to toe. I don't notice it, but, yes, you, you definitely get hit by something. So what is one thing that you would want to change in, in your world if there was anything? And, and what do you think could be done to attract a lot more young people to the sport? I mean, like, the one Other thing, than like, the hobby horse equestrian games. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the cost of what we do. I mean, the horse shows are expensive, mm -hmm. but, I mean... So are my horses, you know, I mean, it mm -hmm. kind of, it goes both ways because right. I make a living selling horses as well. Right. Um, you know, there, I wish there was, we're always trying to build up the grassroots. Um, there are some people in Ocala that are, that are doing some, what we call schooling shows, mm -hmm. some cheaper ways where you can bring up some young horses and bring up younger, younger kids. Um, I mean, I do a lot of like quote, internships where, you know, if someone like, because they got to ride, you know, you got to ride, you got to show, you got to jump, you got to practice in order to get better. So I try to remember where I came from and the people that gave me opportunities and try to give that back to like, the, I mean, especially the kids that ride with me. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, one, I mean, I'm not here to buy anybody horses. I don't have the money, but, you know, I can help you get on a few extras and, and ride a few if you're willing to work, then, you know, there's enough people out there that are willing to help you. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Chris, I want to thank you so much. My what pleasure. an amazing opportunity to chat to you. We'd love to have you back anytime you'd like Ooh. to come back, and we'd like to come to your farm. Perfect. And we have goodies for you. We Ooh, have Carano yeah. goodies for you. In I here. said nice that's the only bag. stuff that yeah. works. <laughs> nice little bag of goodies from them, and also some goodies from Lip Chip and Summit. So Excellent. Nice, nice gifts. Thank you. Well, thank you, you ladies, so much. It was a fun. It yeah. was awesome. Chris Killam, Dresden Manor Farm. You can find him on social media. You can find, definitely watch some videos on YouTube that are phenomenal. <laughs> And um, he's got an amazing social media person, by the way. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com.
That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. I host finest alfalfa, Louisa Barton, in the studio with my co-host, whose name and title I am not allowed to say. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Maria LaCasse from Midnight Rose, equestrian massage therapist for horse and people. And I can't wait until we're done with the show so she can. <laughs> she actually worked my shoulders really good before, which was a blessing. And my headache gone away. Mm -hmm. And I'm thrilled to have Dr. Natalie Solomon back in the studio with us mm -hmm. from Equigreen. And um, we're going to share a little bit of information that's actually not directly related to horses, but it is because everybody, almost everybody that owns a horse has a dog. Right. That's right. Yep. Pretty much, mm -hmm. yes. Companion animal. <laughs> yes, definitely. Bond buddies. Um, so I've shared with uh, you before and on social media the issues that I have every summer with Aslan. Um, he's a white dog, and no, he doesn't have any fleas, and no, it's not food. And tried everything under the sun from injections, pills, going to the vet countless times, trying all the things they suggested, and... Still, he and I, from June to November, could not have one night of sleep without all night scratching. Mm -hmm. Just um, a nightmare, honestly. Just, just terrible all night. Bless him. He was itchy, and I couldn't sleep because he just kept scratching. And it was so bad that he'd take his collar off because he has a tag on his collar. And he itched so much that all I could hear all night was... Terrible. Anyway, I met Natalie, and she... We're very proud of her because she has a Made in Ocala um, CBD product that is for people, mm -hmm. horses, dogs, cats. And the first night that Aslan had this was a, a game changer for me. So we've got some video we're going to share with you and photos of him when he was very red. <laughs> and um, very red raw. Um, <laughs> lots and lots of like bumps and lumps and... Actually, this is not the worst it ever was. I think last summer it was actually even worse. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like August time that it was so bad. So I honestly think it would have been much worse this coming, this month now that we're in, mm -hmm. was if it was not for the CBD, because I think that's when he was the worst. Oh, yeah. But as you can see, he's just all broken out everywhere, mm -hmm. red. Um, so A lot of inflammation. Yes. Tons yeah. of it. And around his nose um, was constantly red. It actually darker than that at the at one point. That's not wow. even the worst, darkest, isn't he funny? He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a ham. He's a piece of work. Um, but you know, a sensitive dog. Very sensitive dog. And you can you can actually see under my hand there on just his thigh some even some almost what looks like dirt, but it's not dirt. It's mm -hmm. just it's irritated skin you know sure. um so <laughs> he didn't mind showing oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a g-rated show <laughs> come on could you be a bit more of a gentleman <laughs> silly boy no he's lovely he's a, he's a piece of work bless him so share with us a little bit about the cbd and about the effect mm -hmm. that it has and the canine the, the canine green how that kind of works Absolutely. So the canine green is formulated with uh, CBD and hemp seed oil as a carrier. And it's a very simple uh, pour on their food once a day system. 
And what CBD can do for your dog is, is quite a few different things, but the one we're focusing on today is inflammation. So we all know inflammation not only affects this, you know, the skin, it affects the joints, the tissues, all, all sorts of, of areas in the body, but specifically when you're looking at the skin or the dermal layer of the skin, um, if there's any sort of an allergen present that is not responding well to the dog's skin, it's going to form what we call like a histamine response and it's going to trigger itching and redness and swelling and just a lot of discomfort and then the dogs will start licking or scratching and um, doing certain things to compensate for the inflammation and the discomfort. So what the CBD does is it, it, it binds to those uh, receptors right on the skin, on the dermal layer, and it helps with the inflammation. So by doing so, you're giving your dog symptomatic relief. Now, as far as what the allergen is or, you know, whether it's something you can control, I mean, if it's a dog that's allergic to grass, for example, you're not going to be able to prevent that dog from being in contact from, from the grass so, or certain types of grasses. So the best thing we can do is treat the symptoms in a natural way, in a very healthy way. So, um, you know, and, and while you're soothing their itchy skin, you're providing, you know, hip and joint um, aids, you know, relieving uh, their digestion system. So if you have picky eaters, it stimulates appetite, uh, promotes healing of the skin as well. And then, of course, the anxiety and stress, which all of that triggers inflammation in the body. So um, you get a nice uh, general health uh, widespread of array of effects with CBD for your dog. And um, I, I do get reports, like you said, Aslan is a, you know, really enjoys yeah. eating his food. Oh, so. That's the only complaint I have. <laughs> he won't eat if it's not on it now. So apparently yeah. he really likes it a lot because mm -hmm. if I was to start with, was trying to do it just once a day. Yeah. And I split it now in his morning and evening feed. Otherwise, he doesn't want to eat his feed. So he, he likes the taste of it that much. So, so yeah, it's a very popular area for the canine green. Um, another area is, you know, if, you have, if your dog has arthritis, and it affects not just the old, the young. I have a golden retriever. She's only five years old, and, you know, she's already has arthritis just because of her build, and, you know, she's kind of shorter and stouter. So she stays on the CBD, and I noticed instantly she was having hesitation jumping on the bed or, or jumping on the couch. Now she doesn't even think twice. So that range of motion is brought back with the CBD in almost instantly. So um, I get uh, most of the feedback I receive on these products is, you know, for allergies, for range of motion, and um, also, you know, a, a lot of times cancer is very, um, very prevalent in these dogs or tumors and you know, palliative care is huge. So, you know, and if, you know, your dog doesn't respond well to normal treatments and you want to make your dog comfortable and you want to make sure they eat and they play and they have a great end of life, CBD plays a very nice role in those, um, in those instances. I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. Mm -hmm. If you have a dog yes. that, you know, maybe he's had cancer treatments of some sort, it's not been effective and the dog's been fighting and are getting older and mm -hmm. kind of getting ready to give up just to keep them comfortable and, and support the mm -hmm. overall wellness through the, uh, through the end of life, which is something I hadn't even thought of, but very important as well. So yeah. making them comfortable and making sure they eat, which yes. is something that yes. I see dogs that have severe health issues will lose weight and have no appetite and all that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So that definitely is going to improve that last that last period of life and arthritis that's a, that's a big one like you said you can be a very young a young mm -hmm. dog and get uh, mm -hmm. an arthritic condition so yes, um, definitely mm -hmm. a win-win all around and as Natalie mentioned um, made in Ocala which we mm -hmm. really love she has her own licensed lab here in um, the Marion County area in Ocala, out of 40, and makes all her own products of so quality control. Everything's tested, right? Correct. It's tested twice, not only so, so prior to it being formulated into a product and at the final check, too, just to make sure, you know, we're using good manufacturing practices and consistent um, ways that we are, you know what you're getting and what's labeled is correctly what's in that bottle. So I also important. love that you're just a licensed pharmacist and you're like, no, I'm actually legit. Like <laughs> everything gets yeah. tested, really everything's sterile. Yeah. She really has Definitely. a DR in front of her name. She knows what she's talking about. She's going to stay with us for the last segment. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a minute.
Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. And that one? <laughs> Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Last Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest Back West is coming up. Um, and I know that Larson's a big supporter of that. So um, so definitely check that out. And um, I'm in the studio with Maria Lacasse, my co-host, and uh, top equestrian, and Midnight Rose equestrian, and massage horses and people. And you need to set up your appointment right away because she's the best. And then I have Dr. Natalie Solomon, my friend here with us, who is with Equigreen. She is a licensed pharmacist and has her own lab here, creating CBD to make all of our lives so much better. CBD. We love that we, made in I love it. Yes. <laughs> she got to meet some cool people yesterday, which was great. And uh, and we really want to make her uh, her business so big that she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> They're good on the stomach, like they, they usually aren't like, you know, a lot of pain relievers. The gummies are fantastic if you can sleep at night. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. So uh, many good things. Uh, we have a birthday that um, we need to do. Uh, happy birthday to Jason Reynolds, executive director of the Florida Horse Park. Jason, happy birthday. Um, we have Ben Heatherly on the first segment. 
Mint and Jason Reynolds on uh, the on the last segment of the show here. So two great guys that we know and love who have birthdays today. So a great day today celebrating you, both of you. So happy birthday, Jason. Uh, another mention for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. I think we just added a sport to this event um, during the break. We added uh, roping. So we are now going to have roping and dr natalie solomon is going to be in charge of that um so make sure you mark your calendars for october 22nd at the florida horse park vendors food trucks and all breed parade free general admission and it's going to be a live actual live real horses parade um, of breeds and breed exhibit and a pony corral so you can come and meet horses and learn about the different breeds and we're going to do barrel racing, show jumping, eventing, reining, horse racing, a polo match, which will be a lot of fun, all on stick horses. So you, can actually, mm-hmm. so you can actually learn horse sport from the safety of a stick horse. So um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. That's um, 11008 South Highway 475 at the Florida Horse Park. So uh, Is that a Saturday or a Saturday? That's a Saturday, yes. You guys have to make sure you're yeah, off. Yeah, are you going to be yes. around? Well, you're going to be there. And, and an off and available to um, to be part of it. We'll do some, some great planning. And um, this is actually a bunch of us hooligans from the CEP out there um, playing polo on stick horses just so we can kind of show you um, what you'll be doing. But uh, you can definitely make your own stick horse. We'll have some stick horses there that you can borrow. But um, people can have fun creating their own and... Um, and I think it'll just be a really fun event from 10 to 4. I think the um, the polo match, I think, is at 3. And I think the horse parade's at the end of the day, so 4 o'clock. And it should be a, it should be a good time, a great learning experience. <laughs> and just a non-intimidating way to learn horse sports so that when you do attend a, an equine event, you don't kind of feel like, I don't really know what's going on. Um, so Louisa at com for more information on on that so i think that'll be a, a a really wonderful event and i think that this show uh, has gone so fast today i just i feel like chris was a great guest and having natalie back in here to talk about the dogs but you know i i, I just said when chris and and Jack left earlier that you rarely meet super top people in any sport mm-hmm. that are super humble and just easy and just laid back. And as soon as I met Chris at the Equine Performance Center and we shared, um, the, actually they posted and we posted the story of the, uh, of the jumping horse that made such an amazing recovery that Chris actually commented um, on how when he got the horse back, he almost right away could go back to really riding because mm-hmm. the horse had been rehabbed so well at the Equine Performance Center. So. Um, that's really that's fantastic in itself but we met him and Jessica there at the Equine Performance Innovative Center and asked him if he'd like to be on the show and he said well I'm leaving for try on but when I get back yes Mm -hmm. and just came straight in and just kind of shared with us what a great a great story he has that he didn't have a you know family all involved in horses but he just said this is what I want to do and he was like three or four years old so I think that's pretty special. Yeah, definitely. Um, so thank you, Chris Killen, very much. And thank you, Jessica, as well, um, for being a great social media person for him and just helping us connect. And my God, he's efficient. She's on it. Um, so she made sure that happened. So um, hats off to her for that. Um, a final mention, Stopper. We have um, been trying very hard to get the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch horses all fostered to help that program keep going for the foster kids. Um, Stopper is a gelding quarter horse, uh, amicable, loving and caring. And uh, Stopper needs a foster parent. So for $95 a month, you can foster Stopper and help this program keep going, help these foster kids uh, keep riding and keep learning horsemanship skills, going out into the equine industry when they graduate and can have um, can work. And, uh, and Brenda gives them such an absolutely fantastic uh, horsemanship skills. Gigi's Birth- laughing. Yes, birthdays. He has a happy birthday. Yeah. Crown on his head. He has too, birthday. <laughs> he does. So that, his birthday too. That's that. Maybe that's for Jason and um and Ben. 
I think that there's a lot of people out there that can swing 95 a month. And you know what Brenda said? It's real smart, which is if you can't do 95, maybe there's two or three other people who can do 95 with you and you can all foster one horse. So mm-hmm. um, that includes progress reports, updates, a couple of visits a year to the facility to see the horse. So if you can't own a horse but you love horses and you'd like to kind of say you're fostering one that you can visit, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to do that and to be able to be part of a program that's doing so much, not just giving these kids a um, learning a trade and something they can actually go out into the horse capital and go to work, um, which is huge. So um, please do reach out to Brenda if you can, 352-425-0709. And I want to do a quick mention for Tiffany Atterbury. Uh, Dr. Tiffany Atterbury actually... Uh, achieved great things she rode in the mongol derby which is on my bucket list believe it or not because i'm crazy too um but i just want to say congratulations to her because that's the most challenging and difficult horse race in the world 600 kilometers um and you ride mongolian horses that some have never been ridden trained or anything and you've never ridden them before and a lot of these riders actually jump on the peppiest, feistiest one because they think they're going to cover ground. Um, but sometimes I, I got to see some of the videos uh, on social media this past week and some of them were on their back legs for a little bit. So, um, And there was some bucking and some, some carrying on, but they actually live um, in the Mongolia, with the Mongolian families and they travel um, and stay with them and then they travel on the horses across the steppe, which is quite incredible and Tiffany actually had a horse in a bog at one point where she had to jump off and pull the horse out of a bog and I mean it's it's Mm -hmm. incredible they have vet checks all the way and you have to pass all the vet checks and everything so the horses are very well monitored and if there's a problem with the horse then you know you're not allowed to carry on on that horse and they they swap horses every 40 kilometers I think Um, so it, it looks out for the horses but it's a very very exciting race so congratulations to her I think she finished ninth which is tremendous Um, So well done, and we're going to have you on the show in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Got to wrap it up. Maria, Natalie, thank you so much for being with us. It was a great show. Thank you to Chris and Jessica. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Until the same time next week.